Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. Go. Welcome to the Not 100th episode of the Board Game Snobs Podcast. This isn't our 100th episode. This podcast is about uh, board games and other things and things related to board games. And primarily, it's hosted by this man. Hey, me. What's up? Of many things, Gobby. And myself. Pleasure to be here today. I am the star, and it is a pleasure for me to be here as well. It is pleasurable. People are pleasured to see me. Or hear you. Or hear me. Both. This is Jerry. And as I have previously spoke about, this is really good one. This this intro is rough right now. It's rough. I don't know why. Sometimes you wish you it's could. It's the first one. You know, when we record multiples, it's like the first one's always rough. Because like we got to get back in the groove. We've been away for two weeks or however many weeks away from each other. Mm. We got to get back in the groove. That's hard getting in the groove. Well, you're the one that opens up, so you need to come in swinging. I'm trying. Well, if only I could go back into time, <laughs> I could redo. We could stop and record this intro. No, we like to just as we record, we just re- we just do it. It's how it is. It's how it should be. Well, go ahead. Are you going to carry it, or do you want me to do something? No, I'll carry it. Uh, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna do the intro. Speaking of carry, Fisher. Did you know that Princess Leia's hair in Star Wars was inspired by real Mexican rebels? Mexican rebels? Really? This says. No, wait a minute. Are you saying rebels as in they had a cause or without a cause and they were against the government? Or are they were they rebels in the sense that people just wanted to wear different types of hairstyles and so they were rebelling against the current... <laughs> they wore leather jackets. The current um, hairstyle trends. With silver studs on them. Right. Oh, now this says Star Wars may have taken place a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, but the movie makers responsible for coming up with Princess Leia's iconic hairstyle for the film were inspired by some very real life warriors that had not the, the Golden State, the 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 Honey Bun, in particular, the oh, oh. you can't say nothing. Sol Soldaderas. Soldaderas. I'm very sure that's how it is. <laughs> Han Solo Soldaderas. Han Soldaderas. Yes. Or the female Mexican rebels who fought against the dictatorship of Porfirio Diaz mm. around the beginning of the 20th century. It's believed George Lucas based Leah's double buns on a picture of Clara de la Roca, who was a colonel in the Mexican army. Her? Yes. How come we don't know more about her? Because I, I just now read it. Well, how come I don't know of her? You never heard of Clara de la Roca? Uh, no, I have not. Well, let me show you a picture. Show me a picture. Does she have the rolls, the honey bun rolls? Yes, she does. Is that what we're calling those, honey bun rolls? I don't know that they're called honey bun rolls. What are they called? Leia rolls? <laughs> Princess rolls? Princess rolls. Cinnamon? Cinnamon rolls. Princess cinnamon rolls. Princess cinnamon. They should have named her cinnamon. Oh, that would have been weird. Could have been princess cinnamon. Oh. They didn't have the, had the, the, yeah, that's too on the nose. Go ahead. No, it was on the head. The side of the head. Show me a picture of her. I want to see it. Clara del Rocco. Is that what I said? Rocco? Rocco? As in Rococo, which is getting reprint, which okay, I am too cheap on. to right there, purchase. Look. 
Oh, she does. She has the she has the honey bun rolls. That's very nice. As well as a couple of six shooters. I like that. Real huh. rebel. Who would have thought that Princess Leia is based on a real person, rebel slash honey bun wearing warrior? I never knew that. I didn't either. Until I browsed the internet looking for did you knows. I really wish you had mentioned that before the intro. So we could have done the intro oh. and then acted like we could have segued into that so easily. Let's redo the oh. intro. Okay. And go. Hello, everybody. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey. I welcome. Sure wish I had some cinnamon right now. You do? Mm-hmm. I like the cinnamon challenge. This is <laughs> no, Jerry like with the roll. board game. Oh, 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 I'm on a roll with the board. See, the second time I'm around, on a biscuit. we're tearing it up. We're tearing it up. I'm feeling this intro more than that last. Call me butter because I'm on a roll. Do you know any fun facts, Gabby? Perhaps regarding pastries and princesses? Did you know fish skin can be used to heal burns? What? Fish skin? You're supposed to lead with the Princess Leia thing. Well, <laughs> We're okay. not going to redo it. Oh. The, Are you serious? It was, sometimes it's so nice, you got to do it twice. Fish skin. Fish skin? Can be used to heal burns. What kind of fish skin? In Brazil. I had a shark skin suit once. And those I, pants you're wearing right now? No, 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 no. My shiny suit. I had a suit, had the jacket, had the pants, and it protected me against the insults from everybody. I always looked, thought they looked better on salmon else. <laughs> Sorry. That was good. I saw opportunity and took it. No, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. But for real, it says in Brazil. We need doctor- to regroup her. <laughs> We'll keep going just for the halibut. (laughs) Oh. It says says in Brazil, doctors lacking the supplies medical professionals in the United States might use are instead utilizing tilapia skin. Oh, tilapia is nasty. To bandage and treat second and third degree burns because... Uh, the scale-derived collagen can help heal wounds. This whole story sounds fishy. <laughs> so they come up and they're like, are they shaving off the collagen? Or like the f- skin? I know, I'm just cells? reading this from like a Did You Know website. 125 facts to make you feel instantly smarter. No, it doesn't do. go into great detail. I would imagine there would be... Hey, okay, stop right there. Write this down. Because this is a good okay, idea. Okay. This is a good idea for a movie. So you have a person who's been burnt. And he's in Brazil. He's a Brazilian person. That they're just Brazilian. And he goes to the doctor, and he's like, "We need to heal you, but we have no. But all we have are these fish scales." He puts them on him, and they absorb into his cellular mitochondrial stuff. And then he becomes—he's like, "Oh, you're krilling me." <laughs> then he becomes like a fish man, like he can f- swim really Aqua fast. Aqua man. It, oh. Heard of him? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> For a moment there, I forgot he exists. I was really pitching this idea like this is a good idea. But not so much like Aquaman. More like... For God's sake, stick with it. I've, 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 I've had enough fish talk. 
I would like to talk about what we were going to talk about, which I was trying to hard merge into regarding time. And fish does remind you of the sea, which makes you think of the seven seas, which makes you think of pirates, which makes you think of Johnny Depp because the sea is very deep. We're going to talk about a game from TMG Chrono. 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 Is it Chrono or Chrono? Chrono. Chrono. Corsairs. Chrono. It's Chrono. Just say it like this. Chrono Corsairs. It's Chrono. It's Chrono Corsairs. Corsairs are the things that are. No, those are no. Those are the bussets. I'm talking about pirates. The Chrono Time Pirates. They're time space pirates. They're chronic Corsairs. They're always around. They've been pirates for a long time. I'm talking a lot. So in Chrono Corsairs, I don't know what happens. It's really odd. That's because the game is not good. <laughs> what? You just coming out? You just coming out swinging? <laughs> yes. Well, it's about going back in time. It's about being well, pirates and, and really, going back in time through a time portal on an it's island. It's like a Groundhog Day scenario. Yes. But it's just not a good game. TMG did send it to us. They did. Without us asking you. They even. just said, here Very you kindly. go. I think that they probably, Here you go. I think they sent. Are you rabbit puns now? <laughs> trying not to. Uh, I think they had sent out all the good games to real reviewers. And they were like, hey, these guys. <laughs> What's left over? We got this one. Don't Chrono care. Corsairs. Let's send that to Board Game Snobs. Well, it was very nice of them. And I, I posted when we got it that like, hey, we got this game in. I posted some pictures. But then I set it up and played it. And when I played it upon uh, just, you know, testing it out, getting the rules down, I was like, gee, he's not going to like this. And you were correct. (laughs) Um, Number one. What's the Red Planet game I said? Mission Red Planet? Mission Red Planet. To me, it's like that, but way worse. Oh, wait a minute. No, 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 no. As far as the area control. You're you're correct. You're correct in that. I was about to say, what are you talking about? So in Chrono Corsairs, I can't say Chrono Corsairs. I can't say that. Corsairs. Corsairs. I'm guessing. Corsairs. It means pirate. Corsair is a pirate? Yes. That's what a, you didn't know what a Corsair was? I did, had no idea what you a didn't Corsair look was. It up. You just knew Chrono Time. I told you, I don't read the things. I just set them up and play them. Okay. I don't so read the stories. The theme, I knew it had something to do with Groundhog Day. The, th- the theme is you're pirates, you're on an island, and it's like the Groundhog Day island. It keeps going back in time and so forth. And so basically, it's a worker placement where you get your workers out on these spots, but it's not necessarily placement, it's movement. So you have your little tableau in front of you with your little player board, and you're laying out these cards, and it's having you move to different points on the island. At the end of the round... You take all the guys off, you rinse, dry, repeat, you do this several times. But it's whoever controls the majority of the area, you get that bonus. And so a lot of it was very... This game had the trappings of a good game. I'll say that. It had some nice ideas. The ideas of programming your 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 pirates to yeah. go out. Area control and the majority of it. Uh, collecting those resources because you have that area. It had some nice artwork. Artwork. Yes, it was. It was. It, the the whole game was very. The board was nice and thick, 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 lustrous cardboard. <laughs> it was, but unfortunately, I can't quite put my finger on what I didn't like about it. Let me think on that for a moment. 
If only I had more time. <laughs> well, if we were in this game, you could just go back to the beginning. What over didn't you like over. about it? Let me drink my coffee while you talk about that. Oh, well, you Actually, were so the, harsh on this The game. tableau was fine. You didn't like the tableau? No, I said it was fine. Oh, it was fine. So you set up, you have a personal player board, and you go from left to right, the actions Isn't you're going to take. every player board personal? I don't know. Do you, have you ever had a player board a for multi, which a multi, I could play a on A multi-personal player board? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's the game with the nuclear energy and power plants? Mm. And yes. you, could, you could send your spy Manhattan over my project. Manhattan. So that could, board was not your, personal. I tried to make it personal. You always spying on me. I don't like so by definition, I think if it's a like player a personal pan pizza, you if do it's that a joke player, again? If it's a player board, then everybody can play on it. If it's a personal player board, it's mine. It's yours, but there could be exceptions for which other players might be able to play on it. If it's an intimate personal player board, <laughs> nobody can mess <laughs> with it. Yes. I like my Player board's oh, yeah. intimate. I don't want nobody messing with what well, I got going on. This is an intimate player board. Okay, go it's ahead. yours and yours alone. Okay. I'll, the action programming, you go left to right. I think there's it gives you the morning, midday, noon. It's got like four typical time, four times of the day on there. And the first part of the day, there's actions that are built into the game. If you don't have any cards down, it's going to tell you, you can move these players into a certain section of the island, or you can play a card down and it will change that. Okay, that's fine. You move those players. Then whoever has the most players there at the end of everybody's turn will get these benefits from that section of the board. You'll get money or victory points. They call them time gems or something. I don't know. And then you just reset. It just was very basic. I th- and not that that's a bad thing, but we did not enjoy it. It's just, it, there was nothing to it. You're just playing cards out, doing what they say. I was bored. It was very boring. I did not like the, the, I, the, the action programming in it was very samey to me. Like it's something, I, I don't know. The game to me, it just felt like it was on the verge of being a well put together game. It just... It just didn't. It just didn't click. The theme was not there. There was zero theme to this. It, it was pasted on and utilized to, to you move mean about the sport. You didn't feel as if you were a pirate going back and forth in time. I don't know what a pirate going back and forth in time. Would a time feel pirate. Like. A time pirate. Isn't that something that steals your time? Yes. What do you have in, in your life that steals your time? Social networking. I don't network socially. Social networking as a time pirate. Uh, I've actually messaged very few people. You are on Instagram all the time now. I am. And Facebook. I like looking at people and not saying anything. <laughs> I feel like a stalker. That's called stalking. That's a stalking. <laughs> um, darn, I had something I was going to say. You did? If only you could go back. <laughs> well, while you're thinking about it, what is your favorite time-based movie? Is it Back to the Future because you have this huge, ginormous poster behind me? Back to the Future is good. You ever seen the Philadelphia Experiment? Mm, I ate a Philly cheesesteak one time in a restaurant that was literally entitled that, but I don't was think that's what you experimental? It just had jalapenos on it. <laughs> sriracha? <laughs> yes, it's like, hey, what is with people with putting sriracha on everything they and saying, oh, sriracha. Put sriracha on it. I don't know. Don't it's spicy. Uh, Back to the Future is good. Um... But uh, Philadelphia Experiment was good. It was about these like guys from the, I think they were like from the 40s on this battleship. Mm, oh, yeah. They, they got thrown forward into time. His, I think his buddy dies in the end. It was kind of sad. But Don't spoilers. It was, <laughs> I forget the guy's name. It was like, there was a 
some B-80s movies. This guy was in all of them. And he was like, did Eddie and the Cruisers? You Eddie? ever heard of Eddie and the Cruisers? I have not. This guy is the main actor in Eddie and the Cruisers, and he was in Philadelphia Experiment. Like, he was the B actor of the 80s. Eddie and the Cruisers, 1983. This was Michael Pierre. Prayer? I don't know who is this is. Is that his name? Is he real square-jawed? Yes, he's very square-jawed. That's him, then. Let me say. He's very square-jawed. Oh, no, that's not him. Okay, I don't know who that is. That guy there in the picture. That guy there in the picture. That is him. No. He plays Eddie Wilson. Yes, that's that's who that is. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, none of these these aren't looking good. I don't know that he's even around today still. One of my favorite shows. Regarding, oh, yeah. He's just much older looking now. When we, wow. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, time has not been kind. Sometimes time isn't, isn't nice. If he could go back. <laughs> he would go back and do something different. What have you been doing with yourself, Mike? It reminds me. Yeah, it is him. It remi- he's 61 years old. He's not a, he's a rough looking Streets 60. of Fire, Philadelphia Experiment, Eddie and the Cruisers 2. It had a sequel. Hope Floats? He was in Hope Floats? You ever seen that? I've heard of it. I don't Sandra even, Bullock? I, no, I don't watch anything with Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock and the guy that was like jazzy? No. Harry Connick Jr.? No. Oh, no. <laughs> Look, you're... I'm going to oh, talk about some. I want to talk about a quality time travel show. What? Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> time cop. Time cop. You know my favorite thing in Time Cop was when he was in his whitey tidies and was that the one where he's uh-huh. in the bathroom yeah. and like he jumps up and does the on splits. the counter. Yeah, jumped up on the counter and mm-hmm. I don't even remember what was going on. Do the splits. Yeah, it was a great show. That was a great show. That was like early '90s, wasn't it? Jean Claude was. It was like Jean Claude. Uh, he was a 90s action star. I guess he was there with Arnold and... Nobody topped Arnold, though. Nobody. I think could. Arnold was... I think he was the most successful of them all. Arnold was... Sylvester, the, Bruce Willis. Arnold, back in the day, was the highest grossing actor of, of, of the time. Like, in terms of the money he was getting paid. He was it. I think when Eraser came out, though, that was kind of like the end. Yeah, he decided he's going to go be the governor. <laughs> I like that he decided, governor. I'm just going to go be the governor. I'm going to be the governor. He would not do anything. Catalonia. He would not do anything different. <laughs> There's a bomb in there. No. There's a bomb in there. No. <laughs> We've been discussing Chrono Corsairs. Well, Chrono Corsairs does. There is a, a bomb in there. There is a bomb in there. I'll tell you that. It's it was, a bomb. It was not a great game. It was not good. It was not good. But yeah. we do appreciate the effort, though. I think it's one of those games. <laughs> Wait, look at you being nice today. Well, I'm drinking my coffee. <laughs> drinking my coffee. I'm feeling... Well, that's the thing. Like, you know, these designers create these board games. I'm like, I'm no designer. I could never do what they did. Does it bother you to look down upon somebody who's created something for which you have I no- don't look down upon them. I just think, for me, personally, I thought it sucked. <laughs> Well, well, like it's like it but doesn't appeal I hope to you. TMG doesn't listen to this. Like, we'll see appeal. if we send them anything. Well, else. I like Dawn of Mankind. That light little Dawn game. of Mankind, really good. That was very simple, very nice, very good. Game. Matter of fact, who made that? I requested who knows? TMG. Uh, I, I know they published. It. I don't who know. Designed I don't know. It? I hope I don't know. Who knows? But I requested Oklahoma TMG. I requested a copy of Dawn of Mankind, and they sent me Chrono Cars Airs. <laughs> I think it's like some sort of sick joke. We'll take your Dawn of Mankind and raise you a Chrono Corsairs. Uh, like Wolfold. I'm out. <laughs> well, here's the thing. And I wanted, I wanted to talk about this because we've recently played a game that was sent to us by... Who sent us that? 
Who's in a space explorer? Look, look at us just tooting our horn about all these games we've been sent. No, it was a listener <laughs> sent us this. Wait, what? The gentleman who owns 21st, 25th Century Games, Space Explorers. Oh, Space Explorers, yes. Okay. So we played Space Explorers, and it's... Dan Elkhart. Elkhart? Oh, no, I have no idea. I think I made, just made that whole name up. That reminds me of Braveheart, which reminds remind. me of the Dragonheart show. Was that Dragonheart? I with, am the last one. That one. That was the... <laughs> that's my favorite... To the stars, to Bowen. The, yes. To the stars. <laughs> that's the greatest show ever. They made like several sequels of those, didn't they? Yes, and they were all oh, terrible. terrible. Oh, I want to go home. the first one was good. Was that called Dragonheart? Dragonheart. If you With have not. Dennis Quaid. If you, and Sean Connery as a dragon. Yes. He's played a Russian submarine <laughs> commander. Well, so wait. Dragonheart. And literally one of the main phrases was, I am the last one. And then they made like three more movies. Well, <laughs> you know how that goes. You know how that goes. Anyways. Part two. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you haven't watched Dragonheart, you got to watch it. It's a great show. Uh, back- Is it? Have you seen it lately? Does it hold <laughs> it up? It holds. Man. Okay. Anything that disquated, okay. it holds up, man. You got to have that. Uh, so twenty four. Uh, what is this? Space explorers. Space. How did explorers. we get to dragons? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where. So you... space explorers is basically splendor, but with a space theme. Now, if you've listened to this podcast prior, you've probably realized I don't like Luke Pryor. Sp- I don't like splendor. Do you like splendor? I don't like splendor. What's splendor? Never heard of it. Yeah, exactly. So it's an eraser. <laughs> You have been erased. Splendor is a very simple game of you're just taking these jewels. Governor of California. But they're not even actual jewels. They're poker chips. Jules Verne. And then you're giving in your Jules Verne poker chips and buying these cards out in the middle. And back and forth, back and forth. Space Explorers basically takes that same concept, but has a little tableau where you're buying these cards. The cards give you special powers and other uh, resources on the cards that help you buy more cards. And it's, it's, it is. It's basically Splendor stepped up. Literally a game that Jerry calls Splendor, but with cards and space. Right. With a few more mechanics. So this is, the, this is my point, is that there are some games that people will buy and rave about and just go crazy, such as Splendor. Because it had poker chips. But then there'll be another, another game that will come out that does what Splendor does, or any other of these popular games do, a little bit better, but you never hear of it. Nobody seems to, like, wig out over them. Why is that? The space explorers need poker chips. Space poker chips. It was, I uh, think, because Splendor was first, and it had poker chips. And people freaked out over them poker Like, literally, all they oh, no, are these nice, weighty poker chips. Like, is that going to make the game? Yes. No. Components? It, it did. I, apparently it did. it did. It did. There's no denying because that. this game is the same thing, but it it has some thick cardboard like missions that you're supposed electronic Nobody missions. Nobody likes thick cardboard missions that you're supposed to get. Uh, for some reason, I imagine like a like a church made out of cardboard boxes, like those old Hispanic missions. Go to the mission. It's rained. It oh. rained. Oh no! We gotta get some more boxes. Corrugated disaster. <laughs> We need a we need a door here. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? Oh, he's talking about space, space explorers. Space explorers. So it's it's that's it's, my topic. I want to talk it was, about. Uh, uh, the guy kindly sent it to us from Twenty Fifth Century Games. Knowing that I don't like Splendor, you're yeah, a brave he, man. And he said, "Y'all can talk about it. You could not talk about it." Well, now we're talking about it. That'll Did you like you. it? It was it was Splendor in space. It was better than Splendor. 
And so you thought it was better than Splendor. Yes, I'd play this more than I would Splendor. I think I prefer Splendor. Really? It Splendor to me was just more straightforward. This one like added on these little extra rules. I mean, and is literally nothing. But it was like just enough to make it. It just stick with what you are. You're Splendor. Don't mm. try and be a fancy Splendor by what was the thing? They had like if you they, they had various powers that the if cards you like did. okay, so if you bought this certain type of card and you had bought three of them, well then that would subtract three of these symbols. Symbols that you would need off your next purchase. It, like you get rewarded for buying the same type of a kind. I don't know. It, to me, it just added on unnecessary rules to a straightforward game. I would just give me the straightforward game. So you think that if a game promotes, promotes, is that a thing? Promotes? No, no, no. Purports? Purports? I, I'm not saying that applies to I every game. I can't use words. Give, you know, like you know, a Splendor is a good, it's a set, Splendor set collection. Mm-hmm. It is most basic form mm. this one had that it was fine i had no problem with it but it, i don't know something about the little extra rules like me and you were like constantly oh, there's a lot of iconology on this game mm. and this so is true i'm have to, having to look up what does this card do and there, some of these cards have like special powers and it just it, it was a convoluted splendor convoluted splendor <laughs> If, if, believe it or not. It's like you look good, but I'm not sure. <laughs> In all your convoluted splendor, there you sit. Well, I, I think it's it's something that... You think or think? I think that many in the industry will take a game and say, this is the success that has been seen, the commercial success of this board game. Let me see if I can't recreate it. Let me see if I can't build on something. Yeah, and the danger those hefty poker chips. The danger comes from they should have made them like comets or space dust or stars. Stars St- taking a game that's simple and then trying to make it slightly complicated. And I guess I could see your argument there. I think that with me though, I enjoy a little more meat on my games. And so even in a filler game, when we're playing it, I like Splendor, I check out. It's mm-hmm. too light. Mm-hmm. So I think everybody has a zone of entry for what they consider a light game. Like there's, it's so light. No, I don't think it's, it's not that we check out on light games. It's how interesting is that game? You don't find Splendor at all interesting. Neither do I, but I will play it. But this to me, didn't wasn't interesting enough to make it worth the extra rule set. Mm. I I would agree with that. I I I think well, I'm not necessarily with this game, but I would agree that at sometimes games will have more rules than what's required in an t- attempt to make the game a little more complicated, a little more strategic. They add on rules that simply are not necessarily to be there. One of our one of the things that we absolutely hate is when games have special powers, asymmetrical powers, or things of that nature that add to the game or add certain rules. It's another thing yes. that you have to rem- remind. For instance, we talked about we talked about barrage in a previous podcast about how much I liked it. Well, one of the things I did not is that each player board has its own special powers and it's just another added on rule and all. all Often when we're teaching that game, I say just completely ignore your player board. This little one little rule that your character breaks, just play the game normally. We'll we'll pick up on this later. 
Okay, well, we received this from Chad Elkins. Dragonheart, as you said. (laughs) Chad Chad Dragonheart Elkins. Elkins. From 25th Century Games. He was very kind. And he wrote us a very nice email. He heard us on sporadically bored. And so then he's like, he wants to send us this game out of the niceness of his heart. Now that I've crapped on it, I feel bad. Uh, You should. Because (laughs) I, I, I at least had the decency to halfway like it. He knew. He said, I will say, given your hatred for Splendor, that the game is a more gamers thinky tableau building game with some similarity to Splendor. I agree. Dear Chad, please don't take the game was fine. It didn't do for me what. Uh, I, I'm just Splendor. I don't care for Splendor, but I would just stick with basic Splendor. Jerry seems to like this game better than Space Explorers. If you enjoy Splendor, check out Space Explorers. You may like it more than we did. Oh, <laughs> there's that's not much of. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's his. Uh, 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 this is the level of unpreparedness yes. I bring to this podcast. Yes. I did not realize that his company made Jurassic Parks. Jurassic. Parts, P-A-R-T-S. Right. I did not know that. I've been wanting to play Jurassic Parts. That's the... Oh, uh, forget him sending us that one. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that's... that's Chad, give us one more chance with Jurassic Parts. (laughs) No, no, no. And and winner, winner, chicken dinner. I've heard people talk about that. I was just interested. I I didn't look up uh, what games they had published. I do love space-themed games. And I... This one's fine. It's I'm going. I'm going on too long. I'm trying to be nice. You, well, no, uh, you're feeling bad. I'm you're feeling, feeling bad, bad because you bad said because something, and now nice. this guy was nice. You and know, you're I'm feeling to be bad. Nice you know what? Because I had an opinion, and usually I'm not trying to. Be, I'm not being the jury with a strong opinion. But I just I, I is, can't help that the one time you wanted me to hate on something, <laughs> I'm like, this is decent. I'm okay with. I this. said it was decent. Just give me no. the basics of splendor, though. Oh, I see. Okay. I'm glad that you wound this up. I'm glad that we've lost a listener <laughs> and somebody and who game, is trying his best. <laughs> so, 25th Century he Games. He didn't make the game. He was just the publisher. The guy who made the game, I believe, was the same guy who made uh, Viceroy, if I'm not mistaken. Never. What is that? Oh, you haven't heard of Viceroy, have you? Uh, oh, boy, you're making a fool of yourself. You're I, supposed to be a I'm media a person. Am I? I don't know. I'm an idiot with a microphone. Well, 25th Century Game Jurassic Parts looks good. <laughs> Feel free to send us a copy. <laughs> Oh. Hey, buddy. Hey, Chad. What's up? Dragonheart. Please uh, call him by his nickname. I am the last one. That, that, that was the last one. I'll that was you. the last one. That's the last one you'll ever get. Anyways, this has not been our 100th podcast. No, we are. Uh, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss that. We'll discuss our next that podcast. on another podcast. Never mind. All oh, right. Enrique's doing okay. He's he's secluded himself. Good. <laughs> yes. So anyway. Just keep him away from everyone. Yes. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Well, what are we discussing this one? Uh, Fish things? I don't recall. Chrono Corsairs. Let's just start over. Space, start over. All right. Ready? Go. Thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy. 